What's good, world? We want to welcome you to the third installment of the G-Funk Junkies podcast. I am your host, Wise, here with my brother from another mother, my co-host, 6190E. What's up, Six? What's up, my boy? Man, can you believe we are already in the middle of March? Man, this is crazy, bro. Just had to mention that this uh, is <laughs> just going by really fast already, man, with all this scandal going on right now. Not to mention, dog, this is the end of the fucking quarter, dude. That's quarter one of 2021 out of the way. You know what I mean? That's fucking crazy. What's good? What's what's on the plate for today, man? I want to take everybody back to 1998. Artist is OFI, one funky individual. The project we'll be reviewing today is the California Mac, the EP, or the maxi single, whatever you want to call it. It's a, it's a four-track little jam. So, uh... I just want to hear your thoughts uh, real quick on the cover. Yeah, you know what? I like the cover. It's it doesn't stand out. So I don't know what 05 was uh, was trying to envision, but I, I like the cover that it's simple. You know, it's just a homie in the ride. You know, looking in the looking at the not the rear mirror, the side mirror, and you know he's just in his ride. We're just going for a cruise or chilling or a deep shot, but. I like, you know, less is more. So it definitely, uh, even though it doesn't stick out maybe for marketing purposes, but I like, I like, I like the cover, man. Yeah, you know what? I, I like it. Not enough to frame it, but I do like it. Like you said, it's it's a little different. It's him and his whip, you know, eyes on the road. Uh, you see his reflection on the side of your mirror. And what this cover conveys to me is just cruising. You know what I mean? Like, you got the, the I think it's like the evening or, or, you know, early in the night. So the lights are on and it's just, you know, some shit that you just cruise the 101 to, you know? Uh, gosh, that's man. that's the message that conveys to me. And I uh, just want to share a quick little fact. Although this project bears a lot of resemblance in production to, to VMF style, it was actually all produced by OFI himself for Bad Habit Music, which was his music label. Uh, with that said, um, you know, I, I want to go ahead and dig into this little project. Uh, go ahead and start it off, man. Tell me your thoughts on track number one, South Bay Sway. But not as tight as this with the vicious man funk twist. Being in and out of studios, one old place to go. Unsatisfied because my shit wasn't funkified. Well, what can, I be, what can I say about South Bay Sway? You know, I, I have a little bit of South Bay ties myself. I used to live down there for quite a bit. Um, as for the opening of the song, man, it speaks old school, man. Boombox, mm -hmm. man. I, I'm digging the beat, and I, I definitely dig the cadence carried in the beat by OFI. Uh, the beat reminds me of, like, just a, a cypher. You know, the like old school kind of cypher. I can just envision that. It just sits... It hits good. It hits good. But, however, I only like the song until... The chorus hits, man. <laughs> the, the chorus really just took me out of rhythm, man. This is how we sway by the bay when we play. To the live players all day display. What they know and what they got. I, I felt that it took away from the old school vibes. I felt the chorus is a little bit off beat and rap too fast. So the chorus kills the song to the point that anything said after, I'm just drawn away. 
there's nothing in the lyrics or the beat that I like that is enough to make me just enjoy the rest of the song. Um, I, I have very short thoughts on this song, so this is, you know, I basically can say that I can live without this song, and it's uh, it's gonna be a skit for me, man. Uh, okay, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and go ahead and just hand it off to you now, man. What are your thoughts? Um, you know, I, I want to start off with a few things. I want to give a quick shout out to my homeboy out in uh, Strong Beach for putting me up on this. Um, you know, if it wasn't for my plug, I, I wouldn't have realized that this little project existed. So shout out to him. Uh, second thing I want to mention is that South Bay Sway uh, for L.A., most people consider, you know, the South Bay to be, um, you know, the areas of Gardena, Wilmas, Carson, Inglewood, Hawthorne, uh, San Pedro. But San Diego is a whole different thing, man. The South Bay represents Chula Vista, Imperial, City they call Nasty, and uh, South San Diego. So want to make that quick distinction for everybody that was a little confused. You know, I'm not sure if, if most people are aware about our uh, geography down here in San Diego. But uh, just want to mention that when I first heard this song, I heard this not on this project, but on another compilation by Familia Records and... Uh, Chicano Rap Volume 2, by the way. Um, I I didn't click with it. Uh, it you know, the, the beat is distinct from other West Coast rap songs that, especially in Chicano Rap. And, you know, for that very reason, for what you mentioned earlier, right? That it has that old school cypher-like style. And, um, you know, I... It, it took me a while. It took me a while to to get accustomed to the song because it wasn't something that I immediately clicked with, and I, I still am not thrilled about the beat. And to the to the artist's defense, it's not an easy beat to pull off. Um, I've heard it in other songs, and I'll quickly mention some of the ones. Um, I know that uh, Rodney O and Joe Cooley have sampled it. I know that uh, High C with production from um, Tony A has sampled it. And then another rapper from LA named Blackie uh, with production from uh, Battle Cat uh, sampled this beat. And I wasn't in a mood with the way that this beat comes off, right? The original sample by um, Al Green for uh, Love and Happiness. I, I just wasn't really convinced with the way that people were sampling this. There is one other song out there that I really do like that, that really um, put this song into perspective on how a West Coast song should sample it. And that's uh, Ganja K, Love Got My Mind Trippin'. That's on the um, on the Thin Line Between Love and Hate soundtrack. And, you know, just going back to the song again, I agree with you. The chorus is whack, dude. I, I don't like it. It's, it's out of sequence. It's out of rhythm. And it, it's weird because BMF is the one that does the fucking hook, you know? And it just, it threw me off. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's it's the weaker part of the, the song. 
However, I do give credit to OFI's rap style because it is very cypher-like. It is very East Coast oriented, and and I really like that because that's how he stands out from the rest. Um, that's uh, all I got agree. to say, man. Agree. He's definitely uh, out of the San Diego Chicano rappers. He did have a a, a little bit more of a distinct style, mm. you know. So, so I've always uh, I can always rock with him on that one. Yeah, yeah. That that style was more, um, more, more. What's the word? Prevalent on the next song. It don't stop. Ah, okay. So, just I don't have uh, any kind of uh, story on on this EP. You know, I just remember seeing a thumbnail on it and. Uh, brownpride.com a long time ago and that's about it i don't remember it being shelved anywhere so when i heard this song it doesn't stop i heard it on OFI's puff on this mm-hmm. so um this is definitely one of my favorite songs on OFI's puff on this and i definitely love the opening of the song man you know you're on the beat it's like the bass the claps the chimes it's a you know it's a feel-good song positive vibes you know kind of jammed it all cruise to definitely so and i like how this song you know kicks off you know just starts off you know with some pretty uh some pretty cool lyrics you know it goes the first couple of times i put that pen to that notepad to discover something indeed i had skills to get ill and fulfill my occupation as a funky one and to make the dollar bill so you know i can i can definitely see how any mcs you know can resonate with this because you know they can always remember about a time when they started you know writing in the notepad saving the notepad reciting it or years later finding the notepad and just reminiscing on you know where it all started so um as the song goes on i feel that the chorus really sells this song it's Mm. definitely what um what made me kind of just uh i like the song even better you know, just it's more like of a, a like I said, a, a cruising. It's definitely yeah. just a very, very. It's for the wit, man. For the rampla, you know, it just it, it goes up. Uh, let that funk lie. Let that funk ride to the other side. When you come to over five, look so fly. Tick tock, hip hop, watch me drop this funk in the truck that ain't never gonna stop. So this this song is this, this song is with it, man. I I definitely can can rock with it, and. Just uh, my closing thoughts on this song before I go ahead and hand over to you is I like when he mentions uh, Rap City, you know, in 1997. So that's definitely when I started actually watching or actually had probably cable television and I was able to watch, you know, Rap City, The Basement. It was uh, hosted by Big Tigger and I just I remember um, it was a uh, dude that looked like Cameron, kind of, and it just it was great. Uh, it was great because uh, you know they would int- they would always introduce like a guest DJ from different parts of the nation, you know, and he's all scratching, uh, you know, music videos of golden time in uh, in hip hop, and and then later on, I remember know, uh, the Throwback rapper. Thursday. Remember that shit? Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, uh, and then uh, I also remember, like, you know, the guest rapper would come and they would get in the booth, fluorescent lights, and they would just, you know, go ahead and just bust a freestyle, man. So uh, I can definitely, uh, it has my uh, G-Funk Junkie stamp of approval, man. So mm. put a stamp on that, man. So. Simone, I, I agree with that shit. Um, I, 
you know, <laughs> I I uh, want to share some thoughts first, man. Um, this this beat, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I I think it's it's really entertaining and really captivating from the get go. But this is, you know, in the other review we made, I talked about candy ass beats. This this I would throw in that same fucking category of candy ass beats because they're they're very different, right? They're they're very upbeat and like happy. You know what I mean? Versus like typical gangster funk that's a little you know deeper on the bass and more rugged and, and you know rough sounding. So um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that I, I actually first heard this song on uh, Royalty's. Um, uh, compilation, the Brown Pride Riders, Volume One, back in 1999. Sorry, I didn't hear it in 99, but the the compilation dropped in 99. And right, you know, um, I think right from the get go, like I mentioned, this song per- possesses a certain appeal, right? Um, and I- I've always been drawn to the tune because it's it's very very captivating, uh, very captivating, very melodic. And uh, you know, to to quote my my boy Jay Function. The beat's composition can be attributed to uh, VMF in the manner in which the similarities of arrangement and sounds appear. So, you know, my, my boy phrased it that way. And ever since I, I read his comment about it, I, I can't get that out of my mind because you, you do hear a lot of similarities in, in the arrangement of, of the beat and the, the composition of the song itself. So, you know, that's a that's a big plus to give OFI saying that his, his style of production bears a lot of resemblance to, to VMF. Um, but yeah, man, I, I really like the way that, that OFI drops lines because it, it does remind me of, of those uh, ciphers that, you know, of, of what you would stereotypically think of a cipher to sound like, you know, just kind of ping-ponging back and forth on your own rhymes and shit. Hey, yo, instantly we blaze trees uh. before these hoes swing low on, on little C's. The friskiest MC, quick to mix BC and Pepsi, Hattie Bar tripping in my full expedition. Listen. <laughs> But you know, it's it's. Uh, I really like the fact that that this song is devoid of um, obscene nonsense. Because if you go back in here, you're not going to hear a lot of curse words, if there are any. I I can't. I couldn't really pick up any. So I, I really like that. It's a song that I can play, and I don't have to like worry about you know people walking in and you know catching the you know him saying something obscene, and it's like oh that's kind of embarrassing, you know. Uh, but. You know, I, I have heard criticisms of this song from some of the homies and, and you know, the people that put me on to Chicano Rap saying that OFI sounds like a black rapper. And, <laughs> and I can see what they're saying, but I don't hear it, man. I, I don't either. And it's not the vernacular and it's not, you know, it, it's I, I'm not sure if it's his delivery. But I think what they're trying to convey is that it's not gangster rap, right? Like, because, you know, Chicanos really love gangster rap and Chicano rap is, is gangster rap by default. And um, I think what the criticism was is that it it's not gangster rap. You know, it, it's not uh, aligning itself with the boundaries of gangster rap. But it's sidestepping into what hip hop is stereotypically uh, thought of, right? And I think that's what they were trying to say: is that you know, if he sounds black, is more along the lines of it sounds more hip hop than it does gangster rap. So you know, I to that I I can only say that Chicanos in San Diego 
uh, rap very differently from their counterparts in LA and the fluidity of the the styles of rapping is, is very different. You know, LA is very rigid, very confined and very on pace with how they're flowing. Versus San Diego rap, it's it's more akin to the Bay Area. So if you listen to, you know, all the classic San Diego rappers and you compare them to the likes of RBL Posse, uh, Spice One, Goldie, Rap and Ron, you know, they, they're rapping, you know, and they're speaking very rapidly. There's a lot of high energy. And, you know, along with that comes that relaxed, pimp-like strut to their verbal assault, you know? Yeah, it's just one of the few things I wanted to throw in there. Um, you know, take it for... Good insight and great information. Yeah, yeah, you know, I... I just want to say, you know, take it for whatever it is. You know, the fact is that OFI is still an underrated rapper. Um, that's, you know, what I got to say, but I will give this song my seal of approval. All right. Now, just one more thing that I just want to clear up uh, for the junkies and the junkets. If, if you guys want to do a little bit of homework, uh, uh, I, we felt that this might have been sampled off of something, but we, we did not succeed in finding the sample so if you know it man drop a comment leave a comment let us know teach us something that's right man drop some clutch on us um <laughs> on to track number three california, california mac old school back. tell me who can flip a track like that before i give my spiel you know go ahead and give me your thoughts brother uh, okay okay uh you want to just go ahead and mention the sample real quick? This song samples the timeless classic Five Minutes of Funk by the one and only Houdini. My thoughts on OFI's California Mac. Uh, a long time ago, I when we had mentioned like, hey, well, you know, it's only four tracks. And I said, okay, well, I know California Mac pretty well. Uh, I thought it was on OFI's Puff on this, but I, I was mistaken. So as I, I was thinking, I actually had this song on a burnt CD. So um, getting into the track, um, I like the beat. You know, it's, it's jazzy, you know, there's drums, you know, there's light claps and chimes. It's a slow down tempo. You know, I get like a night cruising kind of vibe, just straight dipping you know mm -hmm. just seeing the city lights um i definitely love the chorus man the chorus is what uh definitely draws me in you know it, it's definitely it what goes off a uh, sampling of who did any song you know just it just goes bottom to the top top to the bottom let me just rock him while i still got him. california mac breaking old school back tell me who flip the track like that so there you go, there you go. Yeah. So and I like the chorus, and then I like how you know, like I said, the instrumental follows for a little bit by itself. So it's definitely one fucking good song. I definitely like this song. It's uh, probably top two songs in this EP for me. So uh, I like how it's 
but I wanted to say something that, you know, I want people to just kind of tune in the ears a little bit and see if they can recognize what I recognize. I feel that the beat also has like small elements. It reminds me a little bit of LL Cool J's I Need Love. Like if you can just tune in for like the first 21 to 27 seconds, I think you'll see what I'm talking about. There I was giggling about the games that I had played with many hearts and I'm not saying no names. Then the thought occurred. But uh, yes, so, uh, yes, I, I so, can hear it. <laughs> yeah, but with fly 98 coming at you with some of that California Mac is that. And outside of that, man, I just wanted to just mention that um, uh, I've never got to drink a uh, country club malt liquor. That beer. So, just wanted to mention <laughs> that, man. I, I know we talked about before. We're not, uh, uh, we're not pro, uh, you know, malt liquor. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't big on, on malt liquor for several reasons. You know, some of them I won't mention it, but number two, it's like I, I'm just, you know, growing up Mexican, I, I'm, you know, naturally drawn to Mexican beers. So, you know, uh, Modelo, Pacifico, Dos Equis. Yeah, I could have done some of those those sweet liqueurs, man, but uh, as country the beers, man, you know, once in a while, an old English or, but I, you know, but it would be more like a Bud Ice or, you know, champagne of beers, you know. MGD high life, but the the two elevens and the MGD's good. Two elevens and the slits and the the fucking Mickey's. Jesus Mickey's. Christ, man! You you open that, you open that stuff, yeah. and you take the first swig, and it's already flat. So <laughs> before you even take yeah. that first swig, yeah. uh, shit. Uh, well, you know, uh, this song. The rest in my top five Chicano rap songs oh, of all okay, time. Okay. And the song, yeah, man, this song is undoubtedly a piece of pure fucking magic. Um, you know, the sampling is great, bro. Like, can you imagine any other song that has sampled uh, this Houdini five minutes of funk song? And they all try to sound like the original right. song. And this one did not, dude. Okay. The only one that I could just recall was probably just a uh, jail felonies nitty gritty. That's the only one that that comes to head, that comes to mind. Um, the firm, you know, that ah, was okay. a group from the East Coast with production nah, from what, from Doctor uh, Dre uh, sampled Nas, it. and uh, Foxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sampled it too. You know, there's a gang of other songs too. Um, even Brownside sampled it, and you know, I like the way that they pulled it off because they were mixing two different. I gotta movies. listen to that one. Um, it's an everyday thing on the east of town. Times ain't good, but they won't hold me down. And then you know, Monte Loco has pulled it off, and I, I like the way that he flowed to it too. But you know, again, that sounded too similar to to the original one. And so what I really liked about California Mac is that it, it drowns the sample because it's it's carried more by the by the fucking bass and the drums. 
and then the the little you know sound effect uh, yeah that part you know it's very faint and soft so you're not really focused on the sample all too much you're just focused more on on you know the drums the heavy fucking bass and you know it carries really well uh but yeah dude this song is almost single-handedly responsible for getting me hooked on the fucking genre and the reason for that is because the first time i heard it i think i was surfing the internet and um i i was looking up something about chicano rap and somehow some way i came across this this fucking this little compilation and i i could only hear like the first 15 or 20 seconds of a clip right that was a sample that you could hear online before playing it i think it may have been it may have been on um on either amazon before they had their amazon streaming music they would let you like click on the song you could hear a little piece of it or it could have been on artist direct i forgot but i heard it and and i just couldn't get enough of it and uh one time my cousin from santana came over my cousin's a little older than me and uh you know, he he's uh, one of the, the bigger influences I had in, in developing my taste in music. So I showed him this track. I was like, hey, check this shit out, man. This shit is dope. And he heard it. He's like, hey, man, I got this somewhere, you know, in my in my CD collection. I was like, you do? <laughs> he's like, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll bring it next time. I was like, holy shit. You know, so by the grace of God, you know, he, he showed up uh, a few months uh, a few months later and, and uh, showed it to me. And it was a whole compilation, you know, it was like eight or nine songs or maybe 10 songs from that um, that compilation that is probably one of the best compilations I've ever fucking heard. And I love it to this day. I still hold very dear and, and near to me because it's it's one of those things that like brings back good memories, but it has really good fucking music on it. And ever since I heard this fucking jam, dude, I've just been fucking, you know, drawn to it. Um, there isn't anything bad I can say about it. You know, the, the chorus is dope. The rhyme is dope. The fucking instrumentals dope. The sampling's dope. It's a perfect length of a song. I think it's like three and a half minutes. So it's not like a seven minute song where you're just like, oh, fuck, man, when is this shit going to be over? You know, <laughs> so um you know i i don't see why this song never became a uh um uh what's it called a radio song and if this could have had a video you know this if this uh ep or maxi single could have had one video california map would have definitely been my suggestion okay okay so i'm guessing this has your g-funk junkie stamp of approval absolutely dude a hundred percent without a doubt all right so, track number four, Weed, Money, Holes, and Clothes. Uh, the title reminds me of Biggie's Big Papa. I'm pretty sure everyone remembers one of the lines that goes, uh, money, holes, and clothes. So, with that being said, um, <laughs> so everybody, everybody's familiar with that song. Uh, I feel that with this song, the beat, the bass and the drums immediately hooked me in, man. I'm thinking, ooh, you know, this is a head bopper. I'm talking side to side. You know, I feel the gangsta funk. Almost made me want to do a fizz face. Overfire's <laughs> <laughs> getting down. But I got turned off a bit, man, when the song started sampling Spider D Smurfy's dance, man. I felt the producer could have done better because the sample sounds like an off-brand Chinese bootleg Nintendo game, man. <laughs> it does, man. Roll up some bank and let me ride on an instrumental. At the early age of 14, school teacher asked me your five years where I think I'll be. <laughs> but 
with Indy, and then it does not get better. Wise, I'm telling you, man, as the sample heads into the chorus, I don't like that I'm hearing like an unmastered version or maybe a crackly vinyl player version of like an old Fice California Mac. And then after the chorus ends, hmm. the opening of the beat starts playing again. And then by that time, the song just has distaste in my mouth, man. I just, into my ears. I just cannot see it the same anymore, man, as were my first impression of it. Oh. Um, and outside of that, you know, what we were talking about earlier, um, at the Smurfies dance, you know, I, I thought that the, the claps in the beginning of the song sounded r- real familiar. And then to find out it was, mm-hmm. you know, part of a game some 50 cents, that's how we do. So that, that's uh, that's my closing thoughts, man. I'd like to hear your thoughts on this track. So unlike the remainder of this album, you know, this is the one song I had not heard from OFI. And, you know, because I, I had heard all the other songs on different compilations. And I am instantly drawn to this fucking song because the sample is, I, you know, I'm on the opposite spectrum, man. I think the sample is great. Um, I'm instantly captivated and I gravitate toward that uh, Smurfy stance sample. Like you mentioned, you know, a uh, popular rapper that sampled it uh, is obviously the game and, and uh, 50 Cent there. But uh, for those of us that like to really search into the underground, uh, Little One sampled this song, right? Biggity, Biggity Boom, Boom, Pow. Dope Ooh. ass wrong. The guest rock. Biggity Boom, Pow, Pow. Everybody know how. It's the little. Got so many styles. Biggity Boom, Pow, Pow. Yeah. Biggity Boom, Pow, Pow. Yeah. So that Little One song is dope. Um, there's a group from out here in, uh, in San Diego, uh, IBS sampled it. Um, I forget what the song is called. I think it's, it's similar along the, the, the title, you know, weed, money, hoes and clothes, something like that. And then, um, Drew Down also sampled this beat. So that shit is still my shit. The beat slaps. It's refreshing to hear, dude, because it feels like it's it's something that was recently recorded. You know, the the sample's so fresh that it it transverses decades. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so I I like it. The chorus itself, that's where I kind of okay. get lost a little bit. Um, the chorus, you know, contains a sample of California Mac, and that's probably why you feel like it it. it uh, it sounds like a knockoff version of it because it it's not really oh, so that's, properly, that's what it could you know, be like okay the... but yeah it just it doesn't sound like it was mixed well and it kind of you know it was throws to the me point where bit. it was to the and point then... where i thought if they were trying to trying to 
do that on purpose to kind of try to make it sound like the song was like far away. Like to, I, I don't know if you know what I'm saying. Like they, like if they did it on purpose, yeah, to yeah. make it sound like that. So I I didn't, yeah. didn't either. I didn't know the direction where they were going. That's only for oh, if I'd answer <laughs> at this point. <laughs> exactly. So hopefully we can get them on sometime in the near future. Um, and then you know I. <sighs> My, my taste in music has obviously changed since I was a teenager, you know, and as I became a father, I've, I've come to understand and look at things and, and perceive things differently now than I did when, you know, I was just a, a mocoso, you know. And so, especially with misogynistic songs, and I've mentioned this in the past that, you know, I, I have two kids, I have a, a son and a daughter, and misogyny strikes me a, diff- a, a bit okay. different now, you know. So the title of the song kind of like makes me lose a little bit of interest in it. You know, weed, money, hoes, and clothes. Like it, it just sounds so basic. And, you know, it, it's, I, I can understand, you know, oh, if I was probably in his late teens or early 20s. So I can understand why this the song would be titled that way. Right. And again, you know, gangster rap only gets so deep right but aside from that you know that's my only uh two criticisms of the song i really like the beat i can still cruise to it albeit the fucking chorus but you know i i think it's still dope it's it's refreshing you know and um i think this could have been another radio crossover hit and i think don't quote me on this but there's a line in the song where he says that he's stepping like a soldier man wasn't that used on another oh, think, song? Um, unless he kind of used similar lyrics and switched it but i think it goes um steady stepping like a true sudenio thug wearing blue steady stepping like a true sudenio thug wearing blue i think it, i think you might be talking about that one but yeah okay, okay. that's what came to mind yep um but yeah dude i, I think it gets my seal of approval uh, what about I'm, you wise i'm not gonna lie I can live without this song. You know, <laughs> I can live without this song, man. All right. <laughs> you know, it don't hurt my feelings. It's cool, man. Gotcha, we can gotcha. have disagreements. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, I I want to summarize a few things. Um, number one, I, I really want to give praise to OFI because he possesses a rap style that he can rightfully call his own, and he really adheres to it. You know. Uh, take it as as what it is a demo an ep a first album or whatever the fact is man but the fact remains that this type of concentrated quality of rap is in short supply and i'll remind everybody that less is more right the fact that this was only four tracks long is a plus it's completely devoid of unnecessary tracks and skits it's just pure fun and uh you know if you if you want to hear similar short projects like this i'll give you a few recommendations um, Hoodlum Town by D Lyrical and the SA Mob. Real dope shit. Production from uh, you know my boy Chris Gunn. Real dope shit. Um, the other project is called the Funky High Rolla uh, by the artist's name is Low Down. Really short project dropped on on Thump. And then lastly um, for the Six One Nine. So that was Royal's first project with La Raza Crew. Only four or five songs, but same thing, man. Really concentrated, really good, really good quality of of music, you know, for, for yeah, that. Time I have period. that one so in the collection. Maybe we'll do that next. Who knows? <laughs> I definitely I definitely would like to own a physical copy of uh 
OFI's California Mac just to have. And so, uh, yeah, it's uh, OFI, you know, he, somewhat of a, a cult classic in Chicano rap. I mean, one EP and one album. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are still asking about him. I wish he would have did more because, you know, just look, one one demo and one album and, you know, pe- people still talk people are still talking about them you know so people you definitely left the people wanting more and well who knows maybe we'll get him on the show one day we'll track him down and maybe he can explain why he he had to leave the game for a bit or who knows maybe he might make a comeback we never know nowadays hopefully he gets to hear this and um hopefully he's willing to join us one day and just chop it up with that said um you know i think and i want to say because Three of these songs appeared on Familia Records uh, compilations. I'm very sure that motherfucking Murray Brumfield has a copy or two. So, <laughs> yeah, man. With that said, man, G-Funk Junkies would like to give a few cubos and shout-outs. No particular order. I want to give another cubo to my brothers ALR and GPA. Thank you for all the help and always keeping it 100. Dale Carnales right there. What up, Jeepers? What up, Albert? ALR, GPA. What up? Go follow them. Please like, comment, subscribe, share the podcast. Please help us spread this because we want to give Chicano Rap the proper respect, the proper spotlight, and the proper dedication that it deserves. And then to everybody listening, just chill till the next episode.